Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about what you should do when you get hit by a Google algorithm update, right? And this is a really timely episode because apparently recently, um, as I was traveling, I think an update hit. So here's what I do immediately when I feel an update has hit, right? So there's a lot of SEO websites out there. I I really like looking at seroundtable.com because it's basically all about search engines. And they talk a lot about algorithmic updates, where people are complaining, signals from different, uh, you know, SEO tools out there. So there's tools like, you know, there's like these weather tools, right, that shows, show. Well, yeah, um, like MozCast. Like MozCast, for example. And then it shows, it shows a compilation of them, right? So there's like four or five different tools and it shows the complaints from people. That's when I know something's really happening and I try to correlate it to what's going on with my site. And then I try to determine what exactly happened and what action steps I should be taking. Yeah, and Eric and I are very similar. So right now, there's an update going on, and in the month of, we record podcasts in batches, but in the month of December, Eric and I started noticing our search traffic continually declining. When you look at over a 30-day period, every Monday, right, not just the whole week, but every Monday, we were noticing that we were getting less search traffic than the previous Monday. So we're like, all right, update's happening. We went to uh, Search Engine Roundtable, Search Engine Land, all the sites, MozCast, SEMrush has something similar. And we noticed quite a bit of uh, people talking about droppings in, in rankings and traffic. Keep in mind, as someone loses traffic, there's other people who are gaining traffic, right? And by the time this episode comes out, maybe the algorithm will have a name. Search Engine Roundtable is calling it the McAvee's update. Um, we'll see if that name sticks or not. But nonetheless, people are submitting their site, how much traffic's going down. There's very little chatter on, hey, what's causing this drop? But I've noticed a trend in Ericast too, in which we all have blogs. Our blogs are all getting hit, and every single blog I have is getting less search traffic, even if the content quality is super high. So one thing that we'll do is sometimes you just have to wait it out and weather the storm and see what people are talking about. Be like, all right, here's the update. Here's what's happened. And then from there, you create a game plan, and then you adjust. Like, Right now, you and I are both losing traffic. Are you going to make any changes right now? I'm going to wait. Exactly, because we don't know what changes to make. And that's the reality until a lot of marketers and SEO start diving in and saying, hey, here's a drop or Google releases some information. We don't know what to do. So changing too many things could cause a problem to get even worse or better. But you want your data to stay consistent. So then that way, you know how much of a drop you really saw. And then you can go and fine tune and tweak from there. Yeah. And you don't want to be, it's the same thing with business, right? You don't want to be reacting all the time. It, it, you know, a business where you're just reactionary and you're putting out fires all the time and you're just, oh, this update happened and you're just jerking, you're being jerked around by all this like news and like, 
you're not focusing on what's urgent and you know uh, well not urgent and important. That's that's what you want to focus on ideally, right? But when you're focused on everything that's just kind of urgent and popping up all over your face, and you're not sure what to do exactly, just wait because. These other SEOs out there, like the people on Search Engine Roundtable, the people that are doing these weathercasts, these people are really smart, right? These people have PhDs or, you know, these these people study this stuff really extensively. And then when you start to see people take action and you can start to, okay, take some of that signal and determine what makes sense for your business because your business is different. Your website is different. And then you can decide what to do, right? Now, the other thing I'll add is this is something that you should be doing as something that's preventative, but not relying 100% on Google. There's some businesses out there where 80, 90% plus of their traffic is all coming from organic. You got to diversify because nowadays, if you get hit by an algorithm, that can be, you know, the difference between, you know, six or seven figures of business for you. It can be a killer, right? When you rely on an algorithm like that, you're putting your business at risk and you're putting, you know, the people that you support at risk as well. So think about diversifying and, and using that as a preventative measure so you don't have to worry as much what's your split between traffic right now so traffic right now on organic for single grain i think we're at 60 70 percent or so it used to be about 80 percent plus yeah so what are you doing right now to diversify so that way you're not so reliant yeah so you know we think about well like stuff like this for example is diversifying plus it gives me organic traffic no, no. Okay, so the podcasting is another channel, but for yep. your website specifically, what would you do to diversify, right? Because I, I have the emails. Okay, right? emails. Yep, collecting of, more emails is huge. Okay, so what are you gonna do starting now? Because your exit pop up is now for lead capture, not emails. And the reason I'm asking Eric, so all of you guys know, you can see the process that we're going through ourselves. I have. Similar to Eric, I have a good amount of organic. Mine doesn't make up more than 50%. His is quite a bit higher. But many of you guys are in the position he's in, in which 70 plus percent of your traffic is organic. So he's going to collect emails. One is going to be content upgrades. He can't do an exit pop-up because he uses that to collect more leads. Yeah. What other strategy can you use to collect more emails? And so my, my point here is that it's it's important to diversify, not just focus on Google as a traffic source, right? So podcasting, another traffic source, emails, another traffic source as well. Neil's right. You know, one of my exit pop-ups is now just for, focused on free consultations. But also at the same time, like where, what other touch points could I hit people on? Whether it's, you know, YouTube, for example, right? So we talked about being omnipresent. That's in one of our past episodes. Check that one out. It's really important that you think about it that way. So, for example, you look at this podcast, like, you know, this one's 550000 a month, right? And then the other one's, you know, uh, you know, fifty to 100000 per month, right? And then we have, like, you know, the YouTube channel that gets its own views. You have yours. You're touching, like, a million views. It's important to be across these other areas. And then also Facebook as well. So here's, here's the thing. If I look at Neil's stuff, if he's getting a million views per month right now, that's a retargeting pixel in itself, right? On AdWords or YouTube, for example. So he doesn't have to rely completely on organic to build that pixel up. Yeah, and, and the point we're trying to get at is it's not just based on channels. As a business, you operate, all right, you have X amount of website visitors and it equates to Y revenue. There's other channels you can use. They probably don't monetize as well compared to people going directly to your website. So you got to figure out how to get your website count up. Yes, Google's a source. Paid advertising, whether you like it or not, is an amazing source. Google wouldn't be worth $700 plus billion and Facebook wouldn't be worth $500 plus billion unless the ads were effective. Companies wouldn't keep spending money unless there was an ROI. So paid advertising is a good avenue as well. And you can also use things like Taboola and Outbrain as channels. You can do remarketing pixels as Eric mentioned. 
Another traffic source is social media. So building up your fan pages from Facebook fan page to Twitter profiles. And you should be testing things such as going out there and tweeting 10 times a day instead of once a day and see what that does to your website traffic. So don't just think about, hey, I got a Google penalty or something happened in the update where my traffic's going down. And yeah, you can check search console to see if there's any errors or any notifications. But more so, you need a plan on how you can get your other traffic sources up. Another simple tactic is using push notifications. Someone comes to your website, why not make them subscribe through their browser? And that way you can push them and get them back to your site. Yeah, and don't forget, I've, I've talked about it a couple of times already. You know, we, we have an episode on live chat too. You have the ability with live chat now, you know, with Adrift, for example, or even Facebook Messenger, take advantage of those too. Because if you get someone to message you on Facebook Messenger, you're building an audience there, right? And then you can use, you tie Facebook Messenger in with Zapier, for example, and you can collect their email, tie into your CRM. There's a lot of different things you can do now. You can't just rely 100% on Google. I think the main point here is, you got to diversify. And yes, definitely, you know, use these signals that we're looking at. We're, we're monitoring the news. We have a process for, you know, how we approach algorithms. But, you know, here's here's the thing, like at the end of the day, like, you know, it's better to start preparing now than wait at the last, you know, till the very last minute when an algorithm hits you and you lose your shirt and you lose your business. So that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to check out our giveaway, by the way, for you, just go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway and we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.